Did you ever think that we would someday be adopting a grown woman? I felt the need for getting adopted because the desire I always had to have grandparents in our lives. I realized I had no one in my life to be my legacy. The reason I want to be adopted by the Scots is I just want stability. Welcome to the Adults Judging Adults Adopting Adults podcast. Uh, This is our first episode. This is the pilot or um, episode one of season one, whatever you want to call it. My name is Pat. Talking about episode two Mm -hmm. on episode one. (laughs) I'm Donovan. I'm Kat's wife and mother. No, that's weird. I'm not his mother. You're his mother? I am. I know, right? No. no. I am his wife. And I, am. I don't even know if I can judge adults, judging adults, uh, judging <laughs> adults anymore. I know. That's, I a like, whole, that's a whole different show. There's a whole other layer there. Uh, I'm Sam. I'm Ashley's, you know, janitor, roommate, uh, husband, second cousin, thrice removed. Uh, not true on the last one. And uh, that's it. And I'm Ashley. Uh, you can find me over on Twitter at Blurred Writer. Oh, shit. Look at that. Dropping names. <laughs> You're really doing it. You're good at this. Nice. So uh, go follow me over there. I talk about stuff. Or, you know, I'm there sometimes. Nice. Uh, so we are just a small group of regular people that wanted to do a podcast. Um, we all have uh, semi-experience in podcasting or radio or just talking for entertainment, however that might be. Uh, we have always Our had own entertainment or other people's entertainment? Other people's entertainment. Usually ours, though. Nobody Okay, all right. Them. I mean, like, um, sir, I talk for entertainment. We're selfish like that. There, there have been probably countless times where we've all, like, hit each other and been like, hey, we should do a podcast about this or that. And then we've always been like... Like, no, maybe not. But this one, <laughs> oh, 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 this one. Uh-huh. Uh, so the show Adults Adopting Adults is a new reality series. They call it a docu-series, but oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> on A&E about what adults. What part do you doubt? The series part or the docu part? I always doubt the docu part in the reality. Oh, okay. We'll get you into think that. this is the way wrote this? You think they put some, some twisted mind somewhere could think of this? That, that's what I I'm don't saying. Know. We'll get into that because some of this stuff is, is just that's actually kind of where I'm going with this. Like, so because <laughs> we settled on this, this show is so polarizing that like me and my wife watched it for the first time, literally last night in actual time. And we were so like blown away by the content of this show that we were like, we gotta talk about this into <laughs> a microphone. And you know, I hit my sister Ashley up and she's like, Absolutely, let's do this. Because to be honest with y'all. I have in my notes here, and I had to write this down because I'm so blown away by this show. And I, I'm a reality TV veteran. I like to consider myself in us. I have not been this captivated by reality television since <laughs> Flavor of Love, ooh, MTV's ooh. Fear, and Fox's The Chamber. And what I mean by that is this is not only, like Ashley said to me in text, an instant classic, but I feel like this show is so crazy we better go ahead and watch it now before it's canceled and something really bad happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel I mean, like murder is going to be said a couple of times. I mean, Danny or Christie's going to jail. It's just a question oh, of man. who or what and when. Oh, and like, my How many life sentences? I mean, then again, they live in Chillicothe. So, like, I mean, you can get away with some shit. I you mean, can. I feel like that's where you can get away with some shit. So, like, oh, maybe they won't go to jail. She got a lot of land out there. I mean, the place, she was saying. saying she gets a storage unit to hide a body. No. <laughs> I, I thoroughly feel like Danny and uh, Christy are the stake of this platter. So, I like, I kind of want to push them down the ladder a little bit to talk about them a little bit later. But this <laughs> show. to be fair. It, it's it's so crazy. Like I was having the conversation with my wife as we were rewatching the first two episodes, and I was like, "Man, you could take literally just three of these couples and do a whole series." The fact that they're still introducing people just literally blows my crew socks off. Yes, and and I have to ask all of you: has has any one of you heard of adult adoption before this series? This is the question. Oh yes, because in the uh, the lockup show, uh, Love After Lockup or whatever, mm-hmm. one yeah. of the dudes there tried to adopt 
the Vince oh, tried to adopt puppy, yeah, puppy and whatever. Puppy. Yeah, oh, she came out so that he could get that. Yeah, and it was like this crazy that. fucking thing to adopt her so we could get like a hundred bucks a month or something. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> yo, you could go out and get just a regular fucking job. You're going to do felonies and all this shit for like a hundred dollars. Yeah, it was, it it was I like ridiculous. that it's such a, I like that it's such a humble amount of money. Like, you know how many, <laughs> how much money that is in Wendy's double stacks? Like, so I, it's, that that's a good point though that that was brought up in there and it never really occurred to me so when the show came out and they were like adults adopting adults and of course the title is just so straightforward you're like that's what that is so you go to watch it you're like i've never heard of this why would a person do this and just like as an overall like skybox viewing of what this show is right i think we all and i think most of the viewers have come into this show like expecting all nasty situations right but then when you watch them you're even surprised at how nasty the situation is. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they gotta have the one, like the Karen. Gotta go through the Karen Coven. Yeah. Is like, yeah, they're fine. They 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 should be together. Like, I get it. That all makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah, there's some good. I mean, it's the, uh, it's the, you know, there's always thing like in my work where like, oh yeah, people may come into the office because they're curious, but after that, they gotta stick around because you make them excited. Like, they stick around for the yeah. people. Mm-hmm. They come for the idea, but they stick around for the people. And it's like, yeah, this thing. Like, I come here to be like, okay, so who's trying to fuck who? Like, oh, he's trying to. Uh, <laughs> so who's who's trying to fuck? Is, is the is the adoptee trying to fuck them, or is right. it they trying to fuck the adoptee? Like, like okay, who's who's trying to fuck? Yeah, trying to fuck them over or just straight? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. like, yeah. Like, what's going on here? And exactly. so then, yeah, then each one, then each one, like, oh, well, they're interesting people. This yeah. is okay. Well, that's exactly what I thought it was, and that one, <laughs> not so much. Like, I'll stick around. It feels like the you know, I felt the kind of. Like shades of that and finding sister wives. You ever watch that? Yeah, we, uh, we haven't started that yet. Yeah, we haven't started it. I've yeah, seen clips it's a of journey. it. It's a it's a journey. But you go in there expecting everybody to be exactly the same. Like all these groups is gonna be a wife, like, I wanna do this. And dude's like, hey, let's get out there and I'll find a third. You know what I'm saying? It'll be great. Uh which is some of it. Yeah, absolutely. But it's so like how, it's not all that. And so it's like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So so for you, uh, Sam and Ashley, y'all being a married couple, and just to get y'all's feel on how y'all kind of came into the approach of watching this show, like, I think I've probably spoke for our household and how we just kind of had our socks blew off and we woke up the next day still thinking about how crazy the show was. Like, how did y'all receive it as, you know, OG veteran trash TV watchers. Like, how did y'all take it? Did y'all just kind of like, oh, we'll just tuck it in the back and watch it when we get time? Or was y'all like, holy fuck, this show is great? I wasn't thinking about tucking it when I was watching this show. <laughs> no, never tuck per it. Se. Like yeah, I mean, like, I don't know if it didn't like maybe <laughs> go down that path, but you're like, okay, do each their own, you know? See, mm-hmm. this show pulled me in in the same way as originally 90 Day Fiance pulled me in in the sense of I was watching a different show. And then it kind of slid in. I forgot to change the channel. I wasn't paying attention. Mm. It started playing. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> That's how I started today when I first saw Angela. And here I, I am I think this again. was even one of those, like, in uh, A&E or TMC. Or whoever, who is this? A&E. 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 They do this shit all the time. And TMC does it, too. Uh, TLC. TLC does this shit, too, where they, like, you DVR show. And then they give you that show, but yeah, they yeah. They give you show, and you're like, oh shit, this was a two hour special. Oh, I don't know if I got time for this. And then halfway through, it's like, but the show's over. Why is there still another hour here? And then just slews you right in, right into another one, like Speak, second hand. Speaking of the ongoing three way WWF ladder match going on between TLC, Lifetime, and AE, <laughs> TLC got to be swinging at the air right now that they didn't get this content. Oh, yeah. When I watch this, all I can think is like some executive, like somebody, some executive at TLC is literally like, Straight up, boys in the hood, Trey, Cuba, <laughs> swinging at the air, crying that they missed out on this. But see, it's okay like, because TLC is a part of uh, it has this universe, right? The, this, right, they the built whole, a great. Universe. They have a you know Discovery and all these other platforms with so many other reality shows. That- are you getting paid by them, Jesus? <laughs> what are you pitching? They're beautiful. Yeah, I will not. How many times I got to say it? I will not sign up for Discovery Park. Like, <laughs> God damn it. But they, but they it's four ninety nine a month. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it. 
But I mean, they are the death row records of this shit. Yeah, right, right like, now. You really can't right fuck with them. You cannot. It's fuck almost with them. monopolizing. It's it's yeah. insane. So, so where would you guys like to start? I, for one, would say let's start at Kim, Joe, Vicky, and Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just because. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Yeah, because we we gotta Joe say squared. the state, right? Two so Vicky, two two grandma V's, a two grandma J's, a two, two Joe's, two Joe, oh, two curious, sloppy <laughs> Joe, two, regular Joe, two VJJ, two. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's good. So, so uh, husband and wife, Kim and Joe, uh, <laughs> residing currently in Las Vegas. Uh, Kim being an accountant, right? Yes. And Joe is a lawyer. Yes. He's and, a lawyer? Uh, He's yeah, a dumbass. Okay, okay. I wrote this down because it's okay, so no, 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 I can't. I mean, so so I'm going to be clear. Go this ahead. is good for this because it'll Please. give us nice ex- reasons for exposition. I watched a second episode. I watched a first episode when I was doing work on like, uh, like doing PTO shit because I got to do PTO shit. I was just like kind of paying attention. And then afterwards, she was like, oh, we're doing this podcast. I was like, okay, I'm going to go back and watch it for real now. <laughs> uh, and then I'm a stoner. So I started like, you know, an hour really? ago. So I got the second episode down real good. But if it happened the first <laughs> episode, I don't know. And so a lot of this exposition stuff, like I was like, what the fuck is this dude's job for like a lot of these Yeah, people? he's an so attorney. I'm he's glad attorney. you're coming out with that. So Damn, let me part. tell you that we missed a lot of shit. The, our first viewing last night. We missed so much stuff, and then we went to watch it again just to take notes for the podcast, and we was both looking at each other like, did this happen last night? <laughs> we missed some of the crazy shit. But anyway, and let me- they let ever me... explain why Joe does not drink? Because- No, in re- Vegas. Because when he was there, he was like, I don't drink, right? At the end of one episode, it's like, if it's a religion, then she's an asshole for still drinking. If it's like- AA, then she's an asshole for still drinking. Yeah, no, it was never, nobody ever did, did a deep dive into that. And it pinged in my mind as weird. Like, that's your whole husband. How you How do you know you don't know? drink? <laughs> right. Was, that's when I started questioning, like, is this reality? Yeah, and she's like, I'm just going to, I'll yeah. drink for both of us. Who don't know that their husband don't drink? That's the weird thing. <laughs> if, if he's not drinking for his, is it just like, He's a crazy dieter. That's all I want to know his job was. It's like, is he just like a crazy, like, nah, girl, you know I do that porn. I got to fast for like but this see, month even here because I got a kid. I can't drink or eat meat, you know? Even there, Sam, he didn't say I stopped drinking or I cut back. Yeah. He was like, I don't drink. Yeah. Yeah, it made no sense to me. These are two very professional people, or at least that's what anyone us to think, because they yeah. definitely made it known that these guys were well off and professionals in their field. But uh I wrote it down and not that I'm like hung up on race or background or anything like that, but Kim was but. born in Korea, which <laughs> I thought was important enough to write down because they said this really quick and skipped over it, but this is really important to their story that Kim was born in Korea, came over to the States. I forget exactly how, whether it was adoption or whatever, but she was adopted by her original mother, Valerie. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So that's not her birth mother. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not her no, birth no. mother at all. No. They had some sort of turmoil in their lives and they argued over the way that she was brought up or something. And it had a really no, big, no. Huge did, did they say that? Out. Yeah, they yes. did, but they, they had a huge the falling out. That or the dad. Yeah. Or, you know. That yeah, but he, we don't get any specifics about yeah, like what not yet, no, actually not, has driven them apart. She's still playing nice. She's still a doormat. She doesn't want to go into the details because she's still right. All mad. we know is that they have been a, a estranged mother daughter for like eight, eight years. years. Yeah. So in that eight years time, they're kind of normal. They're kind of strange. All the people on the show are kind of strange. <laughs> they're all very strange. So, so in that I time, know. I guess Kim decided that she doesn't have a mother anymore. She's a grown-ass adult. She's an accountant. She has started her own family. And then somewhere along that line, she, the she decided that she <laughs> she ran the numbers on it. She ran the numbers. And found out that kids are more successful in life yeah, when they, if have, they have grandparents. So <laughs> she went back to the lottery, to the NFL draft, to get more grandparents. <laughs> yeah. Instead yeah. of reconciling with the one she like, currently had. I'm t- yeah. Which I'm telling you, is easier to do. You know how many ex-girlfriends I reconciled with? <laughs> and I was gonna say, I'm you not here to judge did? that ass. Found a newer, better one. I know a little something about redrafting your parents. I'm not sitting here. Listen, I'm not doing that. What I'm saying is, is that's how we got here. So her adoptive parents, quote unquote, or so to speak, or at least that's what they're pursuing. Their name is what Vicky and Joe. Yeah, right. Vicky and so Joe. it's two Joes. There's husband Joe and it's grandpa Joe. Grandpa right? Joe. Sure. Yeah. So they came into their lives. These people aren't necessarily quote unquote well off or anything. And that's important to say, not to like drag them or anything about their finances, but it's important to say because the husband <laughs> and wife apparently are super well off. These people aren't well off. So it can be looked at as, well, 
they're not trying to take advantage or get into our money or trying mm-hmm. to come into our big huge mansion and do some weird ass fucking oh, yeah. lifetime movie shit oh, yeah. like kids. Yeah. I mean, well, Kim and Kim and Joe offered to pay for Vicky's, you know, dentures, right? And yeah. and, and so it's what is truly the motive here. I mean, it's I mean, not feel, this feels like one of the legit ones. I'm just yeah. like, like she least... was broken up with a like like I get it. Like you have an adopted mom who then was an asshole to you and you don't talk to anymore. It's like, why would you put in the time? Like, it's not even yeah. your, you're my fake mom to begin with. Is yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Like, you know? Yeah. And so Ugh. it's like, so like, why worry about that? It's like, okay. And so then got another one. They come in. They're not there for the money. They're just around. Like, I, I you know, I think she's nuts to feel that. <laughs> I loved when, I loved when her mom, what's her mom's name? Her Valerie. Her, her, not even her second. Her OG mom. mom. OG mom. Yeah, not yeah, even OG, OG mom. mom. Not Valerie. even OG mom. Yeah, other mom. Yeah, OG mom is Valerie. New mom coming in from NFL draft is Vicky. Vicky. Okay. So when Valerie pulled a Michaela and was like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> and like stood up and left. Uh, I, I mean, did she expect any different? I mean, I don't even know this woman, but I looked at her, and then when they were like, "You want a drink?" and she poured the fucking stiffest drink for her, and she's that like, "I'll wild. take one of those." Yeah, that was wild. one of those wild. one of those watermelons. It's like, yeah, we all know what your mom's like. We all know why you guys didn't talk for many years. And then she said, "Oh no," and then she said, "Oh, like, oh, her mom's kind of convinced me." You know, I've been talking to her, and we're getting back together, and she's been telling me about how, like, oh, my dad forced her to do all the stuff, and it's like, ah. That's kind of different from like he was abusive or he changed your mind or something versus like he made me abuse you as well. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> ah! like, did he have a gun to your head? I don't know what was going on here. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like that's a uh, this is it's like it's messy. It's messy because it's messy because Kim's fucking messy. It's not just shit. messy because Kim's messy, but also Vicky and Joe are messy because what the fuck is going to happen when their actual kids have kids? Like they're just Man. like we don't have grandkids yet, so we're doing this. It's oh like, no, wait, right. they have kids. They have, have bio grandchildren. Ash, on, I was going to have... say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, they seem I... real messed up too. Like point of order, <laughs> they have biological children. They have a total of so Vicky has yeah. a total of three sons, none of which have given her grandchildren, hence why she was so excited to become a part of this process. They're very grandparent impatient. And yeah, very. How old yet. are these kids? Oh, they're, they're grown. They are adults. They're adult adults. Not adopting other adults. Like, how much is a suck of like, <laughs> she just literally gave up on us. Yo, She's they, like, are, oh, ne- they are never going to talk. They're never going to talk to her again. Like, Every- <laughs> this bitch would yeah. not shut up about us having kids, grandkids. She was so crazy. She adopted another kid. To just get a grandkid out of this stuff. So there, like, there, there's mm. a there's a personality trait too that I also want to be sure to bring up here because I do feel like that this is going to like rear its ugly head several more times and it's going to end up being <laughs> uh-huh. a branch on the plot. Uh, Kim is very emotionally disconnected. I feel like like mm. whenever when they show her talking to her OG what mom early mm-hmm. and like OG mom is like spilling her feelings. Like I think it's great that you had this like step in uh, <laughs> interim mom that helped you when you were in need and you were giving birth to a child and me and you weren't on good terms. And I think that's really great. And I'm just glad that we were re- able to reconcile. And I just really hope that we can like form a new family and put things back in place. And I think it's good to have her around when I can't be around. And she was like literally pouring her heart out. And Kim was like, it's like okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you feel that way. I'm glad you feel that way. <laughs> and I thought it was like, initially, because that's what they started with, I thought that like, man, Kim really don't fuck with OG mom. But <laughs> later on in the episode, you see her sit down with the new adopted mom and having a conversation with her. And this is apparently the favorite. And she's the same way with her. Like, she's very, like, well, serial it, killer, mundane. Yeah. She like, just, she's I mean, expressing her feelings and she's just like, Duly noted. Act or does she really not get it? Because I wrote down like when she's talking to her husband and he's like, "Yo, this whole thing's fucking weird." She's like, "What's weird about it?" And he's like, "Talk about it's awkward." And she's like, "You're the one making it awkward." You're making it awkward. He's like, "I'm not making it awkward." It's awkward that you have two adopted. When he was at the party, he's like, "Did you just say grandma and grandma?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Uh," and walks away. It's like, "Yeah, bro." Like, so question to the team then. 
uh, it, while they were on the bed and they were discussing, you know, about this whole process, the producer had asked him, is this being done out of revenge? And she's mm-hmm. like, no, not at all. And then it pans over to her husband and he's like, oh. <laughs> I don't know. Do you all feel that this is a, a revenge adoption? I don't. I think yes, but I don't think intentionally. Like that wasn't the plan. She didn't meet these people in order to do that. But like subconsciously, yeah, that lady was dead. absolutely. Yeah, like, that lady was dead. She had given. She had waited, and then, and then tried to move on. But like, it's not going to solve anything for her. Sure. So it's going to be real messy. I'm getting my popcorn. I'm ready for it. Yo, they, the producers, <laughs> there's something happens too because the producers, I love the cut at the end where they're like, they cut off Vicky saying something and like they had the music all like dun, dun, dun. And she was like, everybody here, you know, it's not two families. It's one family, you know, the kids, the grandkids, her, Joe, you know, the whole family is ours cut. <laughs> and it was just like, uh, and they're like, dun, dun, dun. They put the, it's like, what she probably said, like, the whole family is ours together so we can all love each other. But they like, nope, we ain't fucking with that. Yeah, cut it to make it her the villain. So it's like, so what is happening? Like, what do the producers know? Because that was like, they're making out Vicky. Vicky villain is coming down that line somewhere. Yeah, so yes. I, I want to go on record, too, in our first episode and say, because I feel like I'm going to end up eating crow on this and I want to just be vulnerable right, right away. In the first few minutes of this storyline, I was hating Joe, the husband. I ain't gonna lie. I was getting mad as fuck. Like, bro, do you say anything in your house? And like, I was getting annoyed at little shit in the background. Like the kids was jumping on the couch. Your wife is adopting a second set of grandparents. And I just was like, fam, get control of your shit, dog. But halfway through the episode, I was like, well, I do kind of like the fact that he keeps, like you can tell he keeps tally of all the wild shit going on in his mind. Mm-hmm. And he no, probably no. only brings it up when it becomes super detrimental. But I think that he has a certain level of like, I think he feels bad for his wife's upbringing and he's trying to be patient and trying to be supportive. I that, and I think I mean, that I, that just kind of leans him down a I really think that weird he has path. Some hidden thing, hobby that he spends a lot of money on. He likes some weird sexual mm, thing. Possibly. I mean, oh. there's, yeah, there's just something that he's like, he's like, it's cool. She can be crazy. I'm just gonna keep calling out of crazy so that when I want this other thing or when she asks about this or whatever, and she goes, How come you spent six thousand dollars on OnlyFans? I'll be like, Fuck you, why are you getting adopted parents? And she'll be like, Oh, okay, that's fine. Or uh, whatever. Like, I think there's something, you know, there's something else. Like, I think it's sweet that's, that you think he cares about her upbringing. But that's an interesting take. I much, didn't think about that at all. And there's just much more just like, yeah, like he's he uses it against her. Sure. Yeah. Like, not maliciously. <laughs> yeah. But like, kid, yeah, he doesn't drink or something. There's, like... yeah, there's something. There's <laughs> something. something else. I was like, <laughs> the sex must be great. Like, he must think she's the hottest woman in the world. Because, yeah, like, he's still calling out this shit, but dealing with it. So, like, maybe <laughs> he's deal not- breaker. Maybe he's just not a good lawyer, and she just makes all the fucking money. And so he's just like, like cool girl, like cool girl. You want to get new adopted parents? That's cool. Uh, whatever. Um, you know, uh, whatever. Do y'all think that there's any possibility that uh, that Kim and Joe really do just want grandparents to babysit? Because like, when you're that successful, even if you're a bad lawyer. You don't got a lot of time as a bad lawyer, lawyer and a horrible accountant. So they might really just want babysitting. <laughs> I don't, they're working. You got to understand, look at these positions that they're yeah. in. An accountant, in Vegas. Uh, right. An accountant, especially <laughs> right now during tax time. Oh man. Yeah. yeah she wants a yeah, That's break. all they want. <laughs> I think all, I think the common denominator between all of these couples and all these storylines is the transaction. Like everybody's mm-hmm. getting something out of it. So sure, in this sure. case, it's the, oh, we get to play house with these grandkids. And kind of you guys, too. You guys are cool. Thanks for the teeth. Uh, and everyone has something that they're in it for. Who but, stole whose teeth? No, they're going to buy They're going to buy her. Veneer oh. Veneer. Uh, they collect them. Sorry. I did not get the first episode. I was just like, I missed something important here. So I, I do think that this Also, line... can we say technically and legally, you may be correct. I mean, technically... And legally, like when she was talking to, finally talking to Valerie, OG mom at the end, she's like, I, you know, I just feel like I'm not gonna be your mom anymore. Well, technically and legally, that may be true, Mm -hmm. but morally and ethically also true, but (laughs) 
There was like some old piece of paper where it still yeah. says you're my mom. So like, you know, it right. happened. It's just like everything. But she kept telling her that too. She was like, I mean, you're always going to be technically, my mom. Like, oh, technically that's true. It's just like, damn, are you not a good accountant either? That's gross. Like, how much money did I lose? <laughs> technically millions. <laughs> but in my heart, you're doing, you're not going to jail for tax evasion. I do think that the, that but this that's in my line, heart in real life. You're going to jail for tax evasion. I think this storyline is going to have a lot of like fruit to bear. Mm. Um, oh, I do yeah. think that this has legs. <laughs> I think this storyline has legs. We'll be talking about What's your over under. Is Joe or Joe and Kim gonna make it? Is Joe gonna stick around? Joe gonna have Joe putting yes. up with all this bullshit? I, I'm going over. I think Joe's gonna stick around. I think, I think it's gonna be rocky, but I think that they'll figure this out. Uh, it'll be he's dealt with her crazy as this whole time and uh, we don't know how long they've been married but is Valerie gonna stick around mm. she's like I left before I'll do it again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so on, on that note let's leave this storyline because we got a lot yeah. of get, a lot to get through in a short amount of time but I do think that this storyline they have their own show like, yeah, I think so, man. It's that crazy. I don't uh, know. Move. Joe's not that interesting. Sorry, no, 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 not each other person. Each storyline. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Nothing about him. Both Joes. Fuck it. Uh, move, <laughs> moving further west to Compton, California, uh, brings us the... Uh, see, I was about to go straight away. the African-American family. Sorry, y'all. Y'all don't <laughs> know that we're African-American. Um, oh, they but, weren't even in episode two. So, yeah, I mean, they got segregated right out of episode look, two. See, so I don't even they, know who you're talking about. I told you about them, but you didn't uh, get to see it, yeah. So, this would be Derek Carroll, an adopted daughter named Bianca. Bianca. Derek oh, and Carol. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, the cool couple. Oh, I would yeah, call yeah, them yeah, probably yeah, yeah, seniors, yeah. right? Seniors. Yeah, I mean, we, we, know older. we know that Derek is at least 60. He's he, at least, he mentioned it. Yeah, he mentioned it. So they're older. Um, they're both I, on their third marriage. Very both close. on their third marriage. Uh, Carol is what What was she? Is she a so college she, professor? No, she's mm-hmm. a. So she basically deals in student affairs. Got you, got you, got you. And I don't know what uh, Derek does yet, but it's something in the community. Yeah, no, him. He's swim. a community guy. Huh? <laughs> uh, suits with lots of buttons. <laughs> Steve Harvey suits is what he does. Yeah, he, uh, we'll just put Steve Harvey suits he, in a pin. He invents, he invents ways to put more buttons on them. Yeah, we'll tell it's y'all like what a, he does when we find out later. But this. Uh, this well-to-do family also, or couple, I should say, couple have saw fit to bring Bianca into their home. Now, Bianca was a student at Carol's, uh, one of the colleges that Carol worked at. And Don't Carol just has a, a <laughs> habit of being nurturing habit. and she's always bringing habit. work home. She has done this home. before. So first off, let me start with she has done this before. In a previous marriage, she brought home a student and Unfortunately, and I'm Jesus. jumping ahead here, but it's kind of important for the storyline that she had a previous marriage where she brought <laughs> home a kid before, and the kid ended up having sex with her husband, and there was an affair, and it resulted mm-hmm. in a divorce, and it was a whole big fucking mess. Was that, was that wedding two, or, or is that her marriage two, or marriage second, one? That was the first marriage. Oh, the first? That, oh wow, good for you. That Look was the first I marriage. Yeah. And I will uh, make a correction here. Oh. The parents are originally both from California, but they reside in Broome, New York. Oh, what? That's where they at now? Yes. I was wondering how the fuck she got all the way from the Bronx to Compton. Because <laughs> uh, Bianca's from the, the Boogie Down Bronx. As the she Boogie put Down, it. the BX. I, I don't know like what, also if they lived in Compton, 30? they would have put him in the second episode. Because they would have loved to like show that and just like the whole thing. I mean, like, come on. The fam, who under 30 says Boogie Down Bronx? That took me. I was like, <laughs> she's, she's a liar she's not already. Over th- she's not over 30, though. She's, 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 that's what I'm saying. She's yeah. under 30. Oh, she she's used the th- term yeah. Boogie Down Bronx. Yeah. Yeah. She's a con artist. That's how I already know. I agree. Mm. That's a good sign. Yeah, she's like, too young to even know that good term. Good point. Good point. Yeah, like, what is she listening to, to Fat friend? Joe? She don't yeah. listen to Fat Joe. She's a liar. She's <laughs> is she performing in the, in the halftime show? Yeah, this is what I'm <laughs> saying. So, uh, so B- Bianca is a foster care survivor. She had a really uh, rough upbringing um, in and out of different homes, et cetera, et cetera. All kinds of different, you know, just really rough upbringing. Through the wanna... age 21, by the way, which is yeah. a long time to be in the foster care system. And uh, so Carol did it again. Carol brought work home again. She was at the, <laughs> she was at the animal shelter and brought a puppy home again. And, I got to uh, say, 
Carol, and we haven't gotten to it yet, but like Carol is Danny. Like they are not that different. They're gonna the shows are gonna give them the edit like they're Ooh. different, but like she is the same as Danny to me. Yo, she you know what I think is weird about this? Right. You know what like, I think is weird about this? For somebody that had this already happen to them mm-hmm. and already break up a marriage, she brought the she brought Bianca in, right? Which is already like enough to talk about, but it seems like it's Derek who is super gung ho oh, yeah. excited about this. Oh, like yeah. it was his idea. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. He seems more excited than her. And Carol's the one that brought it. Well, that's home. because he done seen pictures of Gina. And um, do we not do we not remember Gina? That's the oh, alter ego. Oh, alter, I hate alter ego. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has an alter ego that is kind of more on the hood side and takes all these Instagram modelish type of photos and just be out there. So, so how how old can you be and have an alter ego? Because that feels like some I'm sorry, yeah. makes so old, that feels like some kid shit. But is it just oh, old people like, have them like too? Like Noi from Married. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, is this oh. I mean alter ego? Like, at risk of being pilloried <laughs> and destroyed. I mean, that that is this the negative me, thing that Beyonce that, has brought to the world right this, here is this, people it, with alter egos. Is this the thing? Listen, <laughs> mental health is. Real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Sasha Fierce brought to the world. <laughs> we're we're not going to dive into that, but mental health <laughs> needs to be addressed more. Continue. So so. They didn't really give us much on this couple. As, oh, as sorry. Way. He's really yeah, excited about this because of the free pass. He's like, look at my crazy, look at my crazy wife who brought this girl in the house. If I fuck her, I, it's not my fault. He cheated. I did. She brought her his house. They did it. She's a stripper. Like, come on, man. Like, what so, are you? I, I'll be, I'll be completely honest with you. Excited. Like, like, as I was watching this for the first time through. Hearing about Bianca's story and her rough upbringing and the foster care stuff and all of that, like I genuinely at first was thinking, okay, this is where they hook us and show us why an adult adopting another adult makes sense, right? Because they were talking in a way like, you know, these people are well off, they are financially stable, and they can afford to do this, and they want to do this. This ain't this. This is how they was presenting it at first. Mm-hmm. It ain't like I'm scamming them. They actually want to help me financially. We all understand that they you know, have connections that I don't have and they want to see me succeed because they know I'm a rose growing out the concrete. All of this. And I was buying it. Like, hook, line, and sink, I was buying it. And I felt like, okay, this is where they show us the timeline, the storyline that makes sense, right? Because even with the first couple uh, seasons of 90 Day Fiance, we all was like, this is the green card show until we got Lauren and Alexi. And then we was like, oh, real love can't exist in this. Right. And I thought this was the timeline. All the way until the pool scene. <laughs> they had, oh, oh yeah, they no. had, no. all over that. No. Oh, and it wasn't even it mm. wasn't even the weird shit Derek was saying. When they when they first showed him, Bianca was way across the pool, and Derek was in the pool waiting in the water. <laughs> and when Derek said to Bianca, "It's warm in here. You ain't gonna get in." And then she said, I won't get in, but I'll go ahead and probably put my feet in or something. So she walks around the pool, and I, this just might be classic cat overthinking things because I am a textbook overthinker. He is. But she walks around yeah. the pool. She sits on the edge of the pool. She puts her feet in the pool. And then the, her posture with her feet in the pool is very come hither to me. Like, she like she's like angling her hips toward him and just like she's... I don't know. Just it doesn't to me look like the posture of a young woman that doesn't want to be eye fucked by her fake. I mean, the way she's leaned back and she's got that. She's trying to like show her curves to him. Yeah, Yeah, like she's like arching her back, showing her. Now, now this is not me like shaming, like sit shaming. I'm not sit shaming. I just felt the vibe there. There was an obvious vibe there. Hold on, let me let me ask: Is the is it? For him, or is it for the camera? Because we're it on a TV both. show. It could be both. Maybe this whole thing was like, yeah, I'll do the good. show. Yeah, I'll Good point. With you guys. Yeah, I'll get on the show. Notice That's true. me. Because she did. She even said about herself, she's an opportunist. So yeah. yeah. I mean, does yeah. she have an OnlyFans? She's about to. I'm almost sure she does. I got to be careful what I say. Yeah, man. Like, I, I mean, I, she, she does by now. I mean, I don't. She does the time, but I'm sure she does it now. I mean, like, I'm just saying, like, everybody, everybody needs some followers. Make some money. Make the money. Mm-hmm. Make so, money I, back I, the day. There, there wasn't a whole lot to this storyline. Uh, if and if y'all have anything of importance, please feel free to interrupt me. But like, 
How are y'all, what vibes are y'all getting from this couple right now? Like, how are y'all feeling about this situation versus the last one? Past the prologue, I mean. Yeah, she's just asking for trouble. And I can't tell with Carol and Derek, like, which one is testing the other or are they both testing each other? Mm. It's like, is is Carol trying to do her own sister wives thing and trying to ease him into it? And this is something... And he's just like, well, no, I'll just do the free pass thing. And it's, it's going to be messy. It feels very like soul food. Like when the cousins. It feels very cousin. soul yeah. food. Yeah. Yes. Very soul yes. food. <laughs> so I see that happening and everyone getting upset. Oh my God, big mama. And, oh, the money. Wait. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> alert. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for eventually the, hopefully the reveal of the stepdaughter. Um, we mm-hmm. didn't talk about Brittany. And how That's she, true. the daughter from the pre, from Carol's previous marriage. yes, from the previous marriage, um, and and that was from you also the Carol, huh? Hum. She doesn't talk to Carol. Well, she does talk to Carol, but the thing is, so Brittany is the stepdaughter from the first marriage, the same exact marriage that homegirl came into and and wrecked house with Carol and her first husband. Okay, mm-hmm. so the stepdaughter is not at all on board with any of this. She cut him, she cut Carol off. Yes, yeah, she absolutely cut Carol off. And so they don't, Directly I mean, the list, yeah. she's really, you know, the naysayer of the group. And it's, I, I don't know if she'll reappear. I hope she, I, I hope that she does. I want to see her. Yeah. You, know what, you know what I found interesting that I like that I wrote in my notes was that Carol referred to her, to Brittany mm-hmm. as her ex-stepdaughter. Yes. Now, I could be wrong, but it felt like they were saying that this was her blood daughter from a previous marriage. But she referred to her as her ex-stepdaughter. Yeah, I think it, mm-hmm. I mean. So is it the, is it the daughter it would have been the dad ex-husband yes like that's not her biological i don't believe that's a a tenuous tie like i can understand talking shit to your uh somewhat removed ex-stepmom but just odd because it's like the only time you that anyone is still in a relationship with the ex-step something is in the movie Clueless. Like, this isn't really how these things work. Right. That's not so I, like, so it makes you assume, like, oh, this is her biological daughter because she's still in contact with her. Like, so I mean, I, I still frequently, just today, I talk to my, I guess, what would be ex stepmom, ex stepmother. I still oh, well. communicate with her um, because we st- we had a relationship. Well, I guess you can't call it ex because your dad passed. It ain't like they divorced. I guess if True. they divorced, yeah, yeah that's, 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 okay, that's widow. Okay, that's, okay. That's widow. Okay. Now we're all figuring this out. This this yeah, this show is sending us new. all through loops. <laughs> but you you know what I thought was really interesting also about this storyline and this group and this family was in the uh what do you call it the ITMs is that the right abbreviation when they sit and talk to them on the side and the cameras. Oh. The confessionals, the confessionals, I call them. Yeah. When when they had Carol and Derek in the confessional, they were Derek was like telling the cameras and the producers, like, "Yeah, man, it's really dope. Like, I feel like I got the uh, the better end of this deal because Carol brought Bianca in the house, but Bianca is a daddy's girl. Yes, and he was just like, he just was glowing with glee about the fact that like she prefers him over Carol when Carol is the one that brought her. In. Do we know why his past marriages broke up? No, just look at him. I mean, honestly, did you say I mean, just was, look at him? Was it was it was it because his suit budget was too high? <laughs> and it is like it you're you buying too many buttons, bro. We can't we can't maintain this week over week. It's it's, we I mean, because if he was a cheater, it's just like. I mean, I just go back to like, yeah, he's excited because it's just like this is the best fucking possible situation for him, like. I can fuck her, and then when I get caught for it, I can you blame. Her here. I can blame mm-hmm. my wife. They're like you did it. I never was down with this. I was trying to just <laughs> do this to make you happy, and oh. then I got, and then I got, you got a gas. Then I got. If you're not seduced, gaslighting. What are you doing? I got seduced by this stripper harlot. Have you that you brought to the house? That she was like, <laughs> take off those buttons, and I was like, I'll see you in two and a half hours. <laughs> and then I fucked her for like four seconds. Maybe Carol, maybe this is all the plan and Carol is just a cuck. Yeah, she's just trying to, she like loves she it. Wants, she just loves it. She loves it. The last time when it happened the first time, she's like, you know what? 
this is all this is for it. I loved all this. <laughs> and then it's left. Like, how can I recreate this is gonna be a multi-year plan? You're telling me like started the long started the long con. So what you're telling me and telling Carol's our listening audience is that Carol never felt more alive. Than yeah. more alive. Brought yep. a student in to break up her happy home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, talking about yeah. yeah. reasonable explanation. It's, it's, are there, nothing think. else makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I agree with her. I, I agree with my wife. Yeah, um, <laughs> so I, I, I do think... That Bianca, he agrees with me? <laughs> yeah, that's not that weird. <laughs> Bianca's storyline is going to be really interesting, I feel like. I feel like she's going to be quite the, uh, the tornado in that house. Like, in other circumstances where you could probably firmly point at the husband... Uh, for being a creepo, like I feel like Bian- Bianca is going to be doing far worse than just like pulling Derek by the dick. The oh yeah, no, series. she's yeah. gonna definitely be the antagonist by he's, far. He's a he's a creepo by opportunity. Mm. Yeah, you know, like like yeah, like he's he's gonna but take he's certainly gonna eat off the fruit tree. Full advantage, yeah, yeah. I don't think we'll he's take. gonna be the one to try and initiate anything with her. But if she ever were to come in his direction in that way, he ain't gonna put his. He's gonna be the one coming in her direction. Come on, oh, <laughs> buzzinga! All right, <laughs> so let let's get to the main course here, shall we? Yes. Oh, what, do we have another one? There's nobody. That's it. Is that right? another one? This is the one. Right. <laughs> This is the, the steak, one. man. Oh, I just say we know one. we also got we also got the uh, the the one that I feel is the actual okay one. No, that's no, next. No, no. That's, that's next episode. Next episode. They don't show up till episode two. Um, so oh, we're trying to keep this separate. Before, Sorry, I've been talking about. I've been just talking about <laughs> times, times a flat fucking times a flat fucking circle, my man. <laughs> you didn't go too crazy before we even get into the this next family. No. Definitely, we have to talk about Frederick Van Oltsmerter or whatever. But like, they only did a tre- teaser. That was a teaser. That was a teaser. Yeah, we, 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 oh, okay, all right, cool. Because I like, about like subscribe and follow us about for content about the prince. Make sure y'all follow the podcast. We I give a fuck about the prince. Uh, before we even get into the next family, I do want to say this because this tickled me a little bit as we was getting like the podcast ready and getting the artwork ready and coming up with the name and setting up the business model and all of that. I noticed when I was like figuring stuff out. Who's the business model? Is it you? The actual sign. Are you the business model? The actual sign that was used. The actual sign that was used said, welcome home, Alina, right? That mm-hmm. when they were in the airport, this is I'm jumping ahead, but just follow me. When they're in the airport, dude is holding a sign that says "Welcome home, Alina." Mm-hmm. But then A and E changes it for their cover art to say "Welcome to our family," <laughs> and then we changed it to "Welcome to our podcast." So <laughs> this sign has been fucked over tremendously <laughs> since the birth of this show. So let's get started. <laughs> The next family resides in the Chillicothe, Ohio, correct? I got that right. Yep, I got the first city right, or maybe second. Uh, this is Danny and his wife, Christy, who are adopting an adult woman who is pregnant by the name of Alina. Alina is from Australia. I don't no, know what Austria. She Austria? Is from, she is from Austria. I am so sorry for my American ignorance. Right now. <laughs> Austria. She's from Austria. Today, mate, put another shrimp on the bobby, you she's know? From, she's a 20-year-old. She's With a the kangaroos and the koalas. I'm going to beat you. She's a 20-year-old <laughs> pregnant young woman from Austria. from Austria. I almost had it right again, but I did not have it right. Um, <laughs> This one right here, where to start, where to start. Um, uh, I know where to start. Okay. Uh, we what, are what, with his first attempt right to adoption? Yeah, this We're is a, in a Please take it away, movie. Ashley. Take it away, Ashley, please. This is, like, I haven't been this terrified just generally terrified, specifically terrified. Anyway, terrified since Mike and Natalie of 90 Day Fiance. No, and, murder-suicide. Like, I yes. predicted that murder-suicide with them. I'm In this case, I don't know if we're going to get... Like, that baby's not safe. Not only is that girl no, not safe, no. that baby's not safe. I haven't All even thought about dangerous. the baby's safety yet. Oh, my God. Yeah, the baby's it's just not like, here. if she's that baby's caretaker in literally its Ooh. worst days, it Ooh. looks like, because he's going to be on the road, like... This, if you ever seen the movie uh, Hush, starring Gwyneth Paltrow, like it's that, like it's that baby is in danger. Yeah. And considering uh, Jeffrey from Ninety Day just got uh, sentenced to eighteen uh, years, uh, like thanks. considering real life shit does happen on these shows, yeah, like they yeah. do really concern me. Like the setup of yeah. the house, the situation, but like 
I'll let you give us the run. Well, I'm glad you brought up the baby because I haven't had any time to think about the baby, which you are right. Like yeah. that is concerning. Yeah. And now I, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight thinking about this baby because <laughs> I've been so busy worried about Christy. Oh my God. Yeah. I've yes. never well, felt so guilty for entertainment in my life. Like I'm <laughs> thoroughly entertained. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. Absolutely. But in the middle of my entertaining, I'm like, Oh, like everything. So anyway, I just can't get the fact that they don't have health insurance. Yeah, thank you. I thought about the same thing. I was just like, wait, like, when you paid in, I was like, you you paid in cash? I don't think she's fully adopted yet. Yeah, I mean. No, yeah, but she should still, like, you could, she's not on their plan. Yeah, she's not on their plan or anything. We're jumping ahead. We're jumping ahead. Like, Medicaid or some shit? I mean, We're jumping ahead. Let's pull back. Not yet. fucking go to mercy room. Like, y'all are paying this shit? Bullshit. We're jumping ahead. So, we got to start. His prepper fucking Viagra taking ass. Why is his face always so red? Because he takes Viagra all the time. He's always on Viagra because he's waiting to fuck at any second. He's just like, it could happen any time. I never know what's going to happen. And it's probably going to happen before this baby comes because then right. she can't have another baby. So you know she's going to try. And so he's always on Viagra. That's his face always fucking red. So, so you don't have to look hard for the signs in this marriage because Danny gives them to you <laughs> the right big red away. Signs that say yeah, he, he's, not really, he's not no subtle. One of the don't first things... Here. One of the first things he said when he explained how he even got into the interest of adopting a whole adult was, yeah, one time I was, was he buying or selling a puppy selling. on Craigslist? Selling. <laughs> he was selling a puppy on Craigslist and an 18-year-old girl came to buy the puppy and she was explaining to him through small talk about how she lost her father and things have just been really rough as of late and just literally just making regular Craigslist, please don't kill me, small talk. Mm-hmm. And he took that please as, man, <laughs> I really, really want to do something for this for this young lady. I would love to adopt her and be in her life somehow. And then he said the reason why he couldn't, he says this out of his own gullet. Yeah. The reason why he couldn't is because he was far too sexually attracted to the 18-year-old girl. Dang. Let me introduce this concept that that is the story he tells. Mm -hmm. Because that's something like that is something people can grasp and not hate him too much. Because the truth is with the puppy thing, it's like, uh, or you had already met this person. And you did the puppy thing so that she'd come around. Mm-hmm. And it and was a good situation. Yeah. So are we sure this 18-year-old went home? Are we sure this is a... No, she was actually... there's a lot of land that they have. So we don't it's know. It's like when you, so, pick, you pick the stories you tell about yourself, right? Like, yeah. if that's yes. the story you pick to tell how this safe... palatable. That's the story you pick to tell how safe and uh, secure you are. <laughs> like, don't worry, though. So I wanted uh, to fuck her, so I didn't right. adopt her. Another particularly <laughs> gross aspect of this storyline is the fact that Alana is pretty much homeless, right? Like she had a big falling out with her guardian. Yep. So she's kind of out on the streets, kind of out on on her butt a little bit and pregnant. So she's extremely vulnerable, mm-hmm. extremely. She said, quote, I'll do anything. anything. Yeah, I'll do nah. anything to not be homeless. So yep. I guess this is okay. So this is how we got here, right? <clears throat> so they pay for her flight from Austria. Thank you, babe. Mm-hmm. All the way to <laughs> the United States, uh, stop over through Chicago, Sydney, into, uh, into Columbus. And even in just like the stopover in Chicago, to make a connecting flight because they hadn't heard from her. Danny's freaking now. Um, Christy's freak. Well, Christy's not really freaking out, but Christy's ah, freaking out. Christy's freaking, freaking out. Freaking out the other way, out. like uh, I don't know. Russia might start a war. Could they shoot down a plane? Maybe I don't know. I mean, Christy's chance, freaking out because right? Danny's freaking out. Danny's yeah. really freaking out. So <laughs> Danny's like, the only way we can solve this is grab the keys and go to Columbus right now. And one of the most telling things, and I, I hone in on the littlest shit. Like maybe this is a little, but. As they're like deciding to grab their shit right, right now and run an hour to the airport, poor Christy is literally just trying to fill up her cantina with water for the hour trip to the airport. We don't got time for that. We don't have time for it. And he's go. like literally like nearly grabbing her by her collar. Forget the water. Forget the water. It's a red light, red light, red light. Go, go, go. And he's like, and you get a preview as to how this man becomes when he wants what he wants. And Listen, I say when he wants what he wants, like it's an innocent thing. He could be like this about bowling shoes, but it's even grosser that he's about like this about a whole human woman. Yep. Wow. That is young it's... 
and that he's like trying to sell to us and his wife as an adoptive daughter. But anyway, so they go to the airport. They sit with the sign that y'all can see in our podcast artwork. And they're so excited. He is elated. I would be so, would be so confident that that artwork comes through. It could be something completely different. <laughs> well, we, no, we got some artwork right now. You guys like yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, we have maybe artwork, not, yeah. can you not see it in the artwork? It's because it's changed. Tell us in the comments. And while you're there, like and subscribe. All <laughs> <Hey>. right. So, <laughs> man, um, what's her name? Uh, Alina. Alina? <laughs> Alina. Alina gets off the plane. And she walks over. She gives Christy a big old hug. And she gives Danny his hug. And what the, this is your note. This is. But as she's walking over to them, Christy is crying, 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 like hard, hard tears. And through my first watch, I was like, man, she's really emotional. Um, I guess she's happy to see her. Now I'm new to the series. I'm new to the show. I'm new to this moment. I don't know what's going on, but my wife made a pro observation here. What was your observation? My observation is that those were not tears of joy. They were tears of terror. Yeah. Um, Because not only is this confirmed that Alina is going to be here, but now her, her marriage is is about to be in complete disarray and shambles. And mm-hmm. if he didn't give any Fs about her before, now, oh, yeah. oh no, she, he already said that in, in the car when they went to the, her doctor's appointment, the first doctor's appointment, he said, you take priority, meaning Alina. He's willing to do anything for Alina. He opened the door for her. He opened. He's like, oh, we're going to get used to it. Yeah. You're going to make, you you keep giving me a a reason to open the door for you. Christy's going to get jealous. Well, dude. Like why? Christy's going to fucking murder and dismember you. (laughs) Like I think I'd be jealous. No, no. And and the way he looks at Christy at any point when they're both at the table and they're talking and Christy's talking, it's, it's, it's absolutely just unsettling. It's unnerving. Yeah. Well, just cause like what, what, what does she get out of this period? Like at the, you know, jumping ahead, but the preview for episode three, like, yeah, get divorced fucking Christy. And it's <laughs> like, yeah, because like what, I can't imagine he's good in the sack. I can't imagine he's nice. I can't imagine he does like shit. <laughs> Their house is crazy. They live in this fucking land out Listen, in the middle of nowhere. Like, what does Christy get out of this? You like, know his stroke. You? His stroke is broke, fam. It's bro, not. It's bro. not. <laughs> it's oh, not. All that bro. Viagra and nothing. Nothing. <laughs> hey, why is his face so red all the time? <laughs> they are. They are surrounded by trees. Yes. And security cameras. Mm. Watching her. Like the cameras are already set up. He didn't set them up for Alina to get there like they were already there but they are broke so you're not protecting anything valuable you're watching her like like she's it's stockholm syndrome like she is in it she I knows will, it's bad but like she's not going anywhere i will pause she's gotta wait for trump to come i will i will ask this question as yeah. i've been the one to just interject with them randomly do you feel like that there are cameras in that trailer I was gonna say the bathroom. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> They're everywhere. In the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Come everywhere. On. Absolutely. <laughs> For your safety. Oh. I saw. I saw a post on the internet about like you know it's like who knows if it's real. I was looking for roommates and it's like, oh, you know, wanted female roommate. Uh, we have a no doors closed policy, you know, in the apartment mm-hmm. for, uh, you know, safety reasons. Something, something. And it's just like you can't be for real, right? Like, like. It's not legit, right? But also, yeah, Danny would absolutely say that. Like, you know, just for safety, you got to security. You know? Wouldn't want you to slip and fall with that. But also, are we sure the show goes on? Because I, I'm pretty sure Danny was at January 6th. So, like, are we sure he's not like fucking arrested or some shit like that? I mean, absolutely, right? Yikes! Like, there's no so, way to go DC. So backing up and rewinding back to the airport, there, there is some also noteworthy stuff here. One hmm. is that. When he when when Danny is talking in his confessional, he goes, "Yeah, you know, I had to wait on my hug, but that was okay." Like almost that like he was mad that she hugged his wife first and mm-hmm. that he had to wait, but then he made up for it by giving her two extremely long hugs. Indeed. And not only that, but here's the ki- killer: me and my wife were horrified because we missed this somehow on our first watch, and we caught her on the second watch, and we were like, "That." 
how did we not catch that last night? I think we were so blown away by the first watch that we were talking over the show and missed it. But he says to his wife as he's drawing stick figures on fucking uh, neon yellow poster board for a welcome to Ohio (laughs) sign. He says, if it was up to me, I would make this sign say, welcome home. Where's my blowy? Yep. I saw that in the preview. He said that to his wife. (laughs) He said that out loud. To his wife, uh, wait. I, think and that I don't bad. care if he thought it was a joke or not. Like, it, I might even give him a little a bit joke, of like, oh, no. that was a I mean, poor, poor taste joke. The- if he said it in the confessional, maybe I'm just like, ew, that's a gross joke. But he said it to his wife. Why would you do it? Because he has to. Because this is how you keep him in line. It's always the like, I'm going to push that boundary. I'm going to say that yeah. thing. Are mm-hmm. you going to test me? If, are you going to speak up keep right now? Down, you yeah. know, I can create a disaster. We are watching abuse. That's why I put this in the category of Fox's The Chamber in MTV's Fear because we are watching, this is some form of abuse. It is. For sure. And I'm not even doing is to just break her spirit. It's already broken. Now it's like not even more. I'm not even a telling ass nigga like that. Like I don't look at every TV show I go and say that's discrimination. That's Black Lives Matter. That's abuse. That's emotional distress. But this right here is 100% abuse, bro. Mm -hmm. Like this is crazy. (laughs) I can't believe that they're filming this and turned this in as their project and the teacher let them do it. Like, I can't believe a No, no, this is the, the audacity that he has the to person have a, got a camera raise. crew come in. The people, yeah. whoever found Danny got a fucking raise. That yeah, person oh, is in Cancun right now living it up. They got a hundred grand last year. Yeah, cause no, they're bonus, like, bonus, just, bonus. Like, this is gold. So here's my theory, and it might not be like the biggest tinfoil hat deepest theory of all time, but this is the connection that I'm currently making. I want to put this here so we'll have it until the end of the season in case that this unravels and reveals itself. Christy can't have kids, right? Correct. Part of the reason why she has the fur babies, probably, right? I think that that's part of why Danny is also able to get away with this shit because I think Christy feels shame for not being able to give him a child. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I think she internally beats herself up already as it is without the abuse that he gives her himself, but she's already beating herself up at the fact that she can't have kids. So I think even past the fact that Danny has already had an affair, we didn't bring that up yet, but like, I think that she doesn't let herself off the hook for the fact that she can't have kids. So she lets him do this wild ass shit. I don't. And, and I, not only that, but I still stand by dirty Danny and he would use that as a baseball bat mm-hmm. and beat her over the head with it at will. If he wasn't happy at some point with whatever and to add to she that, was doing. It's like, not only that, but so much so that she doesn't even like if, if the, if things change and she could have kids of some somehow or at some point she could have, My she God. doesn't want to anymore. My God. Because yeah, she could look at this opportunity of like, maybe I'm not into the Elena thing, but like a baby's coming. And like, that is something I couldn't do. And mm-hmm. I do want to. Like, she doesn't want that either. Right. Like, she doesn't want that either. Yeah. Yeah. Does agreed. not want a daughter, does not want a grandkid, does not want she, any of that. She mentioned that, well, as a preview, is that, well, was it a preview? I know she said that this stranger is in their home and she never even invited them yeah mm-hmm. and that says a whole lot yeah so like <laughs> not just like she's not capable like i don't want it right i didn't ask any fashion. uh watching danny on television is so like it's it's jarring to say the least, like, I, I don't think I've felt this way about any television in a very long time to where, like, it's hard to watch. Like, backing up a little bit, when it was calling Alina's phone to see if she had made it to Chicago or if she made her connecting flight or anything like that, he pulls out his phone and A&E gives us a quick shot of his phone and he's oh, got, porn. for her oh. profile picture in his phone, a fresh out the shower, wet look, Kim Kardashian sexy flick of this girl as his contact pick. And I just like, I sunk in my seat and bit my fist. It was so fucking bad, bro. And I'm just like, he's a murderer. He is a murderer. <laughs> and this is like, I can't believe they're letting us see it. Um, like, it is it, he trying to gaslight America? Like the television <laughs> really caught him? Yes. Like, no, no, that's my daughter. I'm going to be a daddy. And just yeah, like, so you know what I'm saying? Like, 
He, like, he's so obvious. I've never been given get around, away with crimes. Yeah, I've, I've never yeah. been given so many serial killer psychopath signals mm-hmm. all at once in one place before. Like, not only that, when Alina comes in and they stay the night and they wake up for breakfast, their first breakfast together mm-hmm. as a family, you know Danny is a psychopath for putting frozen sausage in a pan. <laughs> Like Yo, only a psychopath. Oh my god! Only a psychopath doesn't thaw was, out sausage that that and was? cooks it frozen. Like I could a not. I literally, my notes like, what the fuck is he cooking? <laughs> like he's he dragging did, his he, fork across a frozen solid piece of what? He like, doesn't even have the self respect enough to no. set the sausage out to thaw. He no. puts the frozen log in a pan and peels it off layer Breaks by layer. It off, scrapes it if, off. If, a fork. if the way he I treats his corned wife, hash. I thought it was corned beef hash. I was like, is that what yeah. frozen corned beef hash? If the way like? he treats his wife oh. isn't an indication that he is a psychopath, the way he cooks his sausage ought to be. I mean, the man has and never seen a clitoris in his life. There were I mean, so many like what. Sam, actually, Donovan, there were so many signals in his breakfast. Not only that, but he sends Christy to the basement to pull out a brand new coffee maker for this breakfast. He never made coffee. She never made coffee. He never made coffee for her. They have never had coffee. They never plugged this machine up before, but they're pulling out all the stops for the bitch. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to I, I'm, I'm, the I'm, woman really yeah. wants to fuck. <laughs> I have to say, because we talked about how we both watch hoarders, right? Like, what if mm. this is a case where, uh, in order to have her come, they're like, we have to get ready. Fuck, this place is a disaster. Mm. And so they mm. dumped a bunch of stuff. So she had like a trauma of we dumped a bunch of stuff, which is why there'd be a new coffee maker. Like, yeah. did a, you know, Empty out the trailer, trailer empty in the, the house. Like that place looks point. like it was filled with trash and that was recently taken out. The way the trash is all grown, but you don't see stuff. And yeah. Like yeah. it's been moved. Mm-hmm. So I think she's Good like, point. not only is she coming in, you took my stuff away. Mm-hmm. They are dirty people. Ooh, <laughs> like, like all look at the like, deep everything about the house. No, they like are they used something changed here. I mean, you can see that in all the land that they have, that they're yeah. not clean. Like, it, I think it, he made uh, 20 biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> I just, <laughs> yeah, but like the three of them, I was just like, wait, there's no fucking way y'all eat biscuits like that. This is no way. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Like the the breakfast, that's, psychopath, that's what I'm saying. The, no, the breakfast no was no this is the most pivotal breakfast in television history, bro. <laughs> like even after that, right? The bre the, the biscuits hadn't even cooled yet. The gravy hadn't even congealed, and Danny is standing at the end of the kitchen island with his hands on his hips, going. So you want to tell them about how fucked up our marriage is, babe? And I'm just like, this is the first meal you guys have had together. Why do you think this is so important to say this now? Nice. And poor Christy, like, this is another, like, I, body language, psychology. I need to go to school so I can learn more about the shit that I'm seeing to make it make sense. Because the way that she turns her back to Ileana in mm. She's not hiding her face from the cameras. She's hiding her face from her, from the strange mm-hmm. young woman that is threatening her marriage. And to me, that says a lot. Like, she don't care about being seen crying on camera. She doesn't want to be seen crying by the threat in her home. That is alarming. Like, she, and then and he's like, you know, do you want to talk about it? And she's like, no, I don't want to talk about it right now. So she leaves out of the room and goes to get herself some space and some quiet time. And you know what's so fucking crazy is, da- it's, I guess it's not crazy in Danny land, but Danny takes this opportunity. Yeah, I mean, what's crazy? Danny takes this opportunity to sidebar with Ileana, his new young PYT, and he uses this opportunity, his 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 wife's collapse and hurt, mm-hmm. to build a side conversation and a side moment with Ileana to say, Hey man, sorry about all of that, but she don't want me to talk to you about all the things that's happening in our marriage. But me and you, you know, we can talk. Right. We got it like that. Like you are literally using your wife's trauma to build your relationship with the mistress that you are clearly trying to fuck. And it's just, 
It's insane how gross the thing is. Back to the obvious of just like no shame. Like he's gonna do it. None. What he wants out of it. And when he went into the bedroom to approach Christy, and you know, well, do you want to come out and join us for breakfast? Oh my god! (laughs) She's like, sure. He was like. It's ready now. It's ready now. It's, <laughs> it's hot now, though. Like, but it's, it's you're not walking. Right. Don't, only, don't keep it lean and witty. Don't do it. Only 16 <laughs> of the biscuits are still hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> that was the, but listen, I got to keep it real. I want to be honest on this podcast for as long as we're doing it. That was the only time I identified with Danny. When you cook the breakfast, you want him to come fucking eat the breakfast right now. <laughs> you don't know how many times I've went and down him to come eat the breakfast right now. I just want to come eat the breakfast right now. You have the motions when the breakfast is full in your belly. If you wait, it's called lunch. Okay, let's go. Okay, anything else pressing that we absolutely have to make sure we get out now uh, on, on episode one? <laughs> no, this yuck. Weird, weird dreams. Don't ever tell, <laughs> don't ever respond to the question of how did you sleep with weird dreams? Danny is <laughs> nasty. This man is disgusting. And uh, I hope the feds break down his door at some point. <laughs> I can, a girl can dream. I thought he was going to say at one point, like, because I got a bunch of gold hidden. But I don't think he's, I think he's not he obviously he couldn't say that either because, like, he doesn't want people to know about his hidden gold. Like, <laughs> right? It's, it's not gold. It's like cans of tuna. Eventually, these motherfuckers are coming for the tuna. And I keep telling Christy, <laughs> like, fuck off about the tuna. He's like, listen, in my storage, I have McDonald's pizza MREs that yeah. last for 2032. <laughs> And if you tell anybody, I'll fucking kill you. I will this, murder you. This has been the Adults Judging Adults <laughs> Adopting Adults Podcast. We appreciate y'all listening to us. Please take a moment to like, subscribe, follow, leave a comment, do all the things that people do when they enjoy things out here in the medias and the internet. Uh, we will be back with another episode for as long as uh, we can stomach doing this. This ride is crazy. And uh, we hope to have you guys there for the remainder of this roller fucking coaster. <laughs> and if you like us, you can always adopt us. <laughs> no, no. If it was my poster, I'd want it to say, welcome to Ohio, where's my blowy, but... <laughs> <laughs>